It is time for Tuesday's edition of the NBA Injury Report, sponsored by FanUp. If you guys haven't signed up for FanUp, you could do it using the promo code Osmo. Don't have to make a deposit. Just use that promo code. You get $25 for free as well as $20 in site credits. Also, do us a favor, like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you guys have any questions about anything we talk about, leave it below in the comment section. I'll be answering those later on in the day. Uh, the NBA schedule kind of sucks this week, Adam, because we've got four games today. Thursday, there's a one-game slate. We've got a 12-game slate on Wednesday. So the games are not really spaced out very well. As a result, not too much NBA injury information to go over, but uh, still some important news. Most notably, John Morant is doubtful to play. And assuming that he's not going to be in the mix, we, we do have Dylan Brooks back from Memphis. But where is all this usage and playing time going to go? Yeah, I mean, it's a usage bump in particular for Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Dylan Brooks. All three of those guys should get up plenty of shots, and they all look like good values. Uh, Brooks is the one year that really stands out on DraftKings at 4900 He is just completely mispriced, whereas the other two are, are a little underpriced. But then you also get Tyus Jones as clearly one of the top value options on the slate. Should be one of tonight's highest stone guys. Um, he's likely to give you 30 to 32 minutes. He's a point per nine, point nine fantasy point per minute guy, um, give or take without John Moran out there. He's just wildly mispriced. Like he's, he, he's kind of like a backup quarterback or, or like a backup center where it's just like, they should never be that inexpensive because um, like even at this price, if Morant were in, he'd be playable. And with Moran out, he's just too easy. So um, those four in particular are, I think the biggest beneficiaries. 14 starts for Tyus Jones this year, averaging 31 minutes and 28 fantasy points per game. Pretty much a no-brainer value option there. And this is where the majority of the value is going to come on the slate because the other situations we're going to talk about here, they have some impact, but not quite as important as Morant. For instance, the Indiana Pacers here. Chris Duarte, Malcolm Brogdon, Lance Stevenson, Gogo Batadze are all questionable to play. It's hard to know as of right now which of these guys are going to be in or out, but who do you think could potentially benefit the most from the situation? Yeah, so it's it's really difficult right now because there's so many guys that are questionable and they they kind of all have different impacts. But if Brogdon is out, you expect a usage bump for Tyrese Halliburton, also a little bit of a bump in assist percentage. So it would make him look a bit better. Um, you know, maybe Buddy Heald looks a little bit better as well. But I think one way or the other, uh, he he typically looks the same. It's not like he gets a big usage bump. He's going to play a lot of minutes one way or the other. If uh, Goga Batadze is out, then it helps to solidify minutes for Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. The caveat there being that you can only solidify minutes for Isaiah Jackson so much because the man fouls like crazy. So you have to keep that in mind. But, you know, if he's if he's able to avoid foul trouble, you can feel better about his minutes if Goga is out. And then if Duarte is out, uh, you know, Dwayne Washington can play more. We saw Kiefer Sykes get a bunch of minutes with you know basically everybody out last game. I think he's behind Washington in the rotation, but. If you were to get you know multiple guys out, he could get in. Uh, similarly, if Lance Steven is in and everybody else is out, I assume Lance Stevenson is getting enough minutes to be a decent value at 4,200. So um, a lot of moving pieces here right now. The Brooklyn Nets are playing on the road today, which means that Kyrie Irving is going to be available to play. But Seth Curry is questionable. He got hurt during warmups of the Nets last game and ended up being a late scratch. Cam Thomas is also listed as questionable. So I think we have to kind of approach the situation like this. There are potential extra minutes for 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 uh, for some Nets wings if there's no Curry or Cam Thomas in the mix. But do we actually want to roster any of these guys and trust Steve Nash on this slate? Trust definitely isn't the word that I would use. Um, you also, you know, you have Kyrie Irving in and he wasn't in last game. But in the last game without Curry, you got 
both of Patty Mills and Goran Dragic in the starting lineup. I don't know which one would start here since Kyrie is back, but whichever starts would be worth taking shots at. Obviously, if it's Dragic, you can feel a little bit more comfortable in his production than Patty Mills, just given that he's a better point-per-minute guy, and Patty Mills has been absolutely awful recently. But Mills is also 3,500 on DraftKings. So, you know, if he does start, you can expect decent minutes there. Um, and then one sort of potential trickle-down effect is that we did basically get 48 minutes last game from Andre Drummond and Nicholas Claxton with Kyrie back. You know, obviously that is one extra body in the rotation, but the thinner that the nets are on the wings, the more difficult it is for them to close with Kevin Durant at center. And if Kevin Durant's not closing at center, you probably are getting 48 minutes again from, from Drummond and, and Claxton. So at their respective salaries, I think they're both worth gambling on in tournaments anyway, uh, not in the same lineup, but you know, individually, but the more guys that are out for the nets, the more comfortable you can feel about them combining for close to 48 minutes. Any excuse I have to play Andre Drummond, who's one of my least favorite players, but has also been a really good fantasy asset at times. Difficult guy to figure out, but I agree with you. I think that makes sense. And there's reason to think we could find fantasy upside there. Our final spot to talk about on the slate, Cade Cunningham is questionable dealing with an illness. Brutal matchup for the Detroit Pistons on the road in Miami against the Heat. Is there anybody that you think really stands out if Cade Cunningham isn't able to play? Not really. Um, so we've seen a ton of playing time recently from Cunningham, also though from Grant and Bay. But we're getting Isaiah Stewart back here. And so I think like my expectation was that that would actually have a negative impact on Jeremy Grant's playing time because I'm expecting Bagley to still get decent run. I'm expecting Olenek to remain in the rotation and I don't typically expect much Jeremy Grant at the three. So what we had been seeing previously was that Grant was just playing like 30 to 32 minutes. Um, then you had, you know, with Stewart out, you had Bagley playing center, you had Olenek back, backing him up and more minutes available for Grant. So I thought that you would see his playing time drop off. If Cunningham's out, maybe he does get a few more minutes, you know, play some at the three and guys just, you know, kind of move down a position. But we haven't really seen much of a change in usage for Grant with or without Cunningham. We don't really see a change in peripherals. So it's still just, I think, a pretty mediocre spot. Same can be said for Sadiq Bay. Maybe Corey Joseph starts to look a little bit better. He has had a drastic difference in rates when he plays with Cade Cunningham on the floor versus without. But he's still 4,400. There's still no guarantee that he plays 30-plus minutes, even if Cunningham is out, although it certainly would, would help his case. But you are getting – you do have Rodney McGruder. You have Killian Hayes probable. Um, the Pistons you know, are running pretty deep rotations in general. So if Cunningham's out, you know, maybe take some shots at a $4,400 Joseph, but not with a whole lot of confidence. Nothing like a small slayer we have to deal with potential value on the Pistons and the Nets. Two of the worst rotations in the league to figure out. Hopefully we'll get these injury situations sorted out a little bit later on the day, but before live, before lock, and before that you are on the deeper dive later. So we'll have some more stuff to talk about there. So check that out, guys. Should be good info. Like the video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Any questions at all, leave them in the comment section.